welcome to Estra Illusions. We are, I want to say, either continuing or starting the Slam Dance coverage. These, this is the embargo mania for uh, all of these these festivals. But uh, Slam Dance is, uh, you know, one of it was a really a highlight of 2020. Uh, kind of by default, Sundance Slam Dance. Uh, there wasn't much that came after that that was in the realm of fun. But uh, we have uh, both festivals are back with us, and uh, you know. Part of the it, it's annoying to not be in Park City and, and seeing all the madness firsthand, but it does make podcasting uh, much easier. Most of the Slam Dance interviews that we did last year were uh, months later, and now we actually get to be in in the midst of it because uh, you know no, nobody's running around uh, all over the place. Uh, we're all here in uh, our own uh, comfort of our homes and not getting COVID in Park City in crowded theaters. And uh, we have a uh, we have two filmmakers who have a uh, animated short for uh, slam dance and they've also designed a uh, website with a with an animated virtual party which I'm really excited to talk about because it's uh, I've, I've had a lot of thoughts on virtual film festivals over the past year and uh, this is something that uh, I, I really think is, is kind of needed for a lot of these but before we get into that I wanted to introduce our guests we have ethan dirks and we have troy to winnie sometimes known as troy to win i'm still kind of uh, figuring out which one is which uh, do, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself uh, yeah, I'm a, a director, um, filmmaker from UT Austin. Uh, I've been doing uh, more live action stuff. Uh, this is my first kind of in on animation, uh, but it's I'm extremely excited that I'm in Slam Dance. We didn't even think possibly that this could get in here, so it's just a, it's a I don't know great opportunity to be be there and actually just talking with you and just I don't know living this whole Slam Dance vibe it's kind of awesome yeah um troy kind of hit it right there so i'm ethan i am the other co-creator of this project and um i'm an art director and i usually do stuff like user interface design or website design so this was also my first experience with um animation and it's a it's a big thrill to be on slam dance ian also thank you for having us on your podcast this is our first time talking about this with anyone in like a public area um and yeah, we're really excited. Thanks for having us. Well, so I, I I watched I watched the film Chef Giants and you know it it I I've been in the middle with uh, when when HBO Max premiered and they had all the uh, Adult Swim. I, I was a big fan. I was in college and high school with uh, like Aqua Teen and a lot of that sort of more irreverent stuff that uh, was really fun. And uh, I was watching your film and I so Chef Giants in a nutshell. I mean, you, but you both are probably better to describe that than me, but. Uh, it's 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 about these two goblins who want to be uh, pop stars and they, they they're eating food at the same time. Is that is that kind of that in a nutshell? Yeah. So, um, well, you've actually touched on something interesting here, where um, Chef Giants is just a small part of this thing we're creating. Um, we want to create a, a full animated series uh, involving yes, those two goblins who want to be pop stars, and Chef Giants itself is a music video proof of concept for a possible larger series agreed so i was i was reading about i was reading about the film and uh it turns out you you were initially shooting something that was uh, live action and that you uh you decided to make it uh animated afterward can you talk a little bit about that yeah uh, you actually looked at the press kit that's uh i wasn't expecting people to, to check that out um yeah, so uh, I guess we could give you a quick overview of the, the origin of this. Um, so uh, everything started with the music itself. Uh, Troy and I went to college together, 
and we just liked to get high and write stupid music. It was a fun way to relax and kick back. And somehow this morphed into taking on the persona of a goblin band. Um, very bizarre, but it made sense at the time, and we kind of just rolled with it. And at one point, Troy suggested shooting a live-action video for one of the songs that this goblin band wrote. And mm. you know, I think that was—I think that was before I even was in UT. Actually, it was like right—it was right before I got transferred over. Um, I was already living in Austin, and then we did that. But yeah, yeah. Um, and so we 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 put on goblin masks and wore these costumes and shot a live action video, um, and then kind of uh, over the years we we wanted to make an actual animation and develop it further, but neither of us had any animation experience. So it was like, well, how the hell do we make an an animation if we if we're not animators? And that's where Troy um, came up with the idea of rotoscoping over. The, foot, the live action footage that we shot um, in order to create this like crazy fantasy world. I don't know, Troy, if you want to talk a little bit about like what rotoscoping is for the people that don't know. Yeah, I mean, rotoscoping is just simply like kind of tracing over the um, frames, you know. Uh, um, and I actually did this uh, kind of assignment at UT at the very end with Ben Bays, who actually was a, a rotoscoper for Scanner Darkly. Um, and he gave oh. me a bunch of, yeah, yeah, it was super cool. And uh, he gave me a lot of tips about like how they rotoscope. So I just used his wisdom on the live action. And the, the worst thing about the live action was we filmed it before I was at UT. So the quality was just super, super poor. So it was really hard to actually like trace over the frames. So I eventually got it. Um, and uh, uh, we kind of, when we were trying to do that too, where we didn't really know what the art style was. So I was just kind of winging it for the most part. We had a color palette, but besides that, really nothing else. And we we were able to, I don't know, craft a whole world just by making this weird music video. So, oh, kind of fun. Yeah, it was all very organic. There was not a master plan from the start. It was kind of <laughs> like we did a little thing and then patched it into something else and then kind of adapted it further and pieced these little things in. And it eventually ended up as the chef giants you see in Slam Dance. Yeah. I was just, yeah, the, as I was, I'm a, a huge, huge Philip K. Dick fan. Um, and a Skinner Darkly was Richard Linklater, who is uh, a lot of ties to uh, Austin. So that's, mm -hmm. that's cool. That's cool to have that. Uh, rotoscoping is it, it, a very interesting uh, concept, and the the animation. I mean, in 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 the in the short Chef Giants is it's really cool. It's colorful. You've got the great music. It it's very pleasant. I've watched it a couple times, and uh, it it kind of it, it sparks kind of a feeling of okay, this is absurd and it's catchy and it's kind of one of those. Um, you know, musical musical comedy is something that um, I think the internet, the Trump era, was was especially good at. And uh, to see something like this, uh, it's very uh, very colorful, and uh, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, it, making it bright and colorful was actually that was one of the few deliberate things we actually have had in mind since the beginning. Uh, mm. Troy and I both love fantasy, and um, we. You know, if, if you look a lot at a lot of fantasy out there, especially like a, a darker fantasy or more horror-based fantasy or fantasy that involves like these strange creatures, uh, it does tend to be darker and take a more serious tone. But we really wanted to make something bright and colorful. 
And that's always sort of been in our minds since the beginning, which is why Troy said the one thing that we did have was a color palette. Yeah. Um, like we, we had a bright color palette and it's been the same for, for several years. Yeah, it's crazy. So I also read, because I did read the press kit, um, that, that you, you view uh, goblins are, are cannon fodder, as is described in that wonderful press kit. Um, and, uh, you know, there was something, something kind of, as I read that, I was thinking like, oh, this is endearing. You know, goblins really don't, I couldn't think, I'm not into like World of Warcraft or stuff, but uh, big, uh, I, I read a lot about Game of Thrones and uh, a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Goblins really don't get their due. It's, uh, it, it's definitely kind of one of those concepts where you think like a goblin wants to be a pop star. Uh, as, as a member of the LGBTQ community, I have a lot of... Uh, uh, um, compassion or understanding for kind of the underloved people who just just want to uh get a fair shake in the world i think goblins mm-hmm. maybe maybe don't get that fair shake yeah it's a it, it's word no yeah with lord of the rings like the two most like notable goblins either wanted to eat hobbits or steal their vest like that was like the top two goblins i can think of and it's a uh, we definitely would rather expand it to pop stars you know let's have let's have pop stars be the the biggest goblin um that you hear about Goblins, kind of yeah, goblins. Even within Lord of the Rings, they're not even like the big grunt soldier. They're like the sub grunt soldier because the the orc and the orakai are are kind of the better fighters, and the goblins are kind of like the they they're dumpster diving in the mines of Moria. They're they're sort of a, a very lesser tier kind of uh, grunt soldier. Yeah, they only wake up if like a, a hobbit uh, puts a book down a well and wakes them up from their sleep. Then they're like, all right, all right, we'll we'll do something now. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're they're super underrepresented. Um, I when I think of goblins, I always think about my first experience with goblins, which was playing RuneScape when I was like eleven. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, you know, you you walk into the starter zone, and the first mobs there are goblins, and they don't have names, they don't have a story. You just kill them, uh, and so yeah, we wanted to uh, tell the story of a couple of goblins trying to achieve something more than um like a typical goblin ambition uh, and kind of the 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 funny part about it is that they still have their you know their traditional goblin instincts to raid and to stab and to blackmail and they have to contend with these things while also trying to make something of themselves so how did you decide to um you know, it's the 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 premise you're describing is a animated short that's a proof of concept for a larger series. Um, you know, that's it's a bit unusual to see um, something like that at, at uh, you know making the festival circuit versus you know, I mean, I have some friends who are, are trying to pitch uh, you know Warner Brothers and Netflix and all of that, and it's it's very much like hush, hush, we can't talk about this. And here it's like, yeah, this is exactly what we're doing. It's pretty cool. Take a look. You know, I c- come in and, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's kind of refreshing to see it in the public sphere. Yeah, the um, I did my first, like, festival circuit, like, big one, um, like almost a year and a half ago. And the biggest thing I got out of that was uh, the credibility, quote, unquote, that um, film festivals give you, like a... Um, I didn't get into slam bench or anything like that, but I got into Overlook and uh, uh, Dead Center, like these these slightly smaller ones, but still huge. And through those, we were actually able, or I was able to actually get a lot of contacts just from that alone. Um, so using that same strategy on an, an anime pitch allowed us to 
I don't know, especially with slam dance now stickered onto it, that hopefully will help us get um, some agents involved in any um, way if they're interested or, you know, other people too. Yeah. We're just trying to get the word out. I mean, nobody knows that this exists or nobody knew that it existed at least before slam dance. And so we're trying to leverage this, this, this small time frame of, um, of opportunity to really get the word out. And so, um, if we have it, we're putting it out there. There's, there's not anything to hide. Yeah. Could that. That's a, yeah. That's a really interesting concept. Uh, I also, so one of the things that really kind of drew me to, um, uh, to you guys was, uh, when, when you, uh, initially reached out and said that you were doing, you were hosting an animated virtual party for, all of the uh, you're you're animating the the slam dance filmmakers for the uh, the the animated party, right? Yeah. So, what I I, I guess I was I, reading the email. I got it. I think it was like uh, I was, was late at night. I was about to go to bed. Late at night. I, I'm looking at it. it was like ten forty five. That's when I go to bed. Um. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? That's 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 really nice because I've been thinking about how. You know, since COVID, there have been uh, I, I, people have reached out a bunch of times uh, with with accreditation for these these virtual film festivals, and uh, I was about to say some of them have been great. In my experience, really, there was like one that was was not terrible, so that's not really a ringing endorsement of of the way that virtual <laughs> fests have have handled it. And I guess for me, the concept that I've been thinking about a lot is one thing that these virtual fests have been missing is is a sense of connective tissue like when you're at a film festival you go there you're immersed in that world you meet a lot of people uh last year uh slam dance i was um i was able to get a, a lot of the features ahead of time and i used that to prepare for being in park city like watching i would i would watch three films a day three or four films and i would get used to writing it and i was like so excited and then when i got to uh when I got to Park City, I ran into uh, one of the directors of one of the documentaries of Slime Dance, uh, Steve Markle, who we've had on the show, and it was it was just so fun because you got to meet him, and then you meet like people that they meet and all of that, and uh, you it, it's just so fun to be there. And then you do a virtual film festival, and it's like yeah, it, it's it's. I mean, festivals are always a la carte to begin with, but in a lot of ways, especially if you're covering it, it's all a la carte of like, you could do this stuff for the festival, or I've got a bunch of other emails that I could do, and it has nothing to do with that. And I've been like looking like, what is, because it's such a special time. It's a huge honor. It's a big, 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 big deal to make. Uh, Slam is a huge festival. It's done a, produced a lot of talent. And like, to, to, to think about a way to tie all of that together and make it into like an experience that's going to last and to do that virtually is a very tall order. So I think what you're doing is, is a, a major step in the right direction. I think festivals need to put more work into stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, we're trying. So um, of course it was, it was a huge honor and a big excitement to get into slam dance, but it, that excitement was also tempered by the fact of, yeah, we're, we're in a pandemic um, meeting up is going to be difficult, if not impossible. Things are being canceled left and right. Uh, and so it's like, well, man, you know, it, it's really easy to get depressed about that and to kind of just resign your fate and say, well, that's how it's going to be this year. Um, but I think if you're willing to take the time and, and put in the effort to come up with some creative solutions, there are certainly things that you can do um, that you wouldn't be able to do if this was just a normal year. And um, making 
like a virtual party or taking advantage of the virtual space to its full extent is is one of those things. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. Tr- sorry, Troy, were you going to cut in? Well, I was just going to say too. It's a. Um, we also wanted to just all the networking party and stuff like that. Just like seeing all these cool people, uh, like you were saying. Um, it was just kind of a. We wanted to make these goofy illustrations of these people and kind of promote them at the same time. Um, just as a, as a thank you to just being a part of this like whole group of, of people. Um, and if we can't be in an actual party together, might as well just make them all goofy and put them into this, uh, weird world and have them like see themselves and stuff like that. It could be at least a fun experience for some of the filmmakers. And then also with, uh, uh, the audience members too, if they want to go in there, um, just to see all the, the, the stuff we're doing, all the weird music that's going to be playing and all that stuff. Um, it's it's nothing like huge, crazy, but it's a, it's a fun little, I don't know, presentation that we wanted to do. Does that make sense? I think that made sense. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say that it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're not we're not doing something that's like mega revolutionary. It, we're making, oh, so for the people that, that don't know, so I can be very clear about what this is, um, in order to um, celebrate the, our fellow slam dance filmmakers this year. Um, Troy and I are hosting a virtual party um, where we are drawing all of the slam dance filmmakers, all 145 of them in um, the chef giants animated style. And we're going to have this music festival that kicks off on February 5th with all the slam dance filmmakers um, in the audience, listening to weird goblin music. And um, the music is going to be uh well, let's just say some people are going to hate it. Some people are probably going to love it. <laughs> Most are going to hate it. Um, <laughs> very true. Very, but the whole point true. is just to have fun. Like this has been, 2020 was such a nuts year. 2021 shaping up to be just as crazy. And it's like, we, we just want to get everyone together, make you smile, make you laugh. Um, and, you know, maybe you'll get dancing along to these goblins too. Or maybe you'll do them <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> yeah. That's probably more likely. Yeah, definitely more likely. I mean, that, that, that effort that you described is really, I mean, it's important because, I mean, I just, ah, I'm thinking back of, like, these these festivals where it's like, okay, you know, you've got, like, ten films, probably six of which have been pitched already. Like, uh, you know, you get an email, like, in the morning, and then it's like, you know, is this really, like, a festival or is this just, like, sort of curated, like, uh, limit timed in- exclusivity? That's more of a gaming term. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think... You know, for for twenty twenty, a year that sucked like so horribly much. Like Sunday and Sundance were my like one great memory of that. I, I guess also my, the runner up would be uh, having a labiaplasty. So that's really that's that's great. Um, not not exactly uh, a dis- a bit of a distant second on that term. Um, but like <laughs> that's, that's a highlights in a nutshell. Got to go to got to go to Disneyland a few times, and then they canceled our fucking annual pass program. But that's uh, that's not awesome. great. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, the the effort, the effort of like, you know, people say like power of positive thinking. I I don't think that's that powerful, but like the first step to like having a good time is to try and say like, okay, I'm not gonna let this thing like suck anymore. I'm gonna try and make something. Uh, yeah, these these circumstances are not ideal, but let us go forth and try and uh make something of this. And I think that kind of effort is very um inspirational and uh. 
I'm not I'm not even really an inspirational person and I, I was reading what you guys were doing. I'm like, you know what? That's really, really, really nice. I'm glad that I'm glad that somebody's doing that. And I clicked on the website and it evoked uh, evoked major uh, Homestar Runner vibes of like the flash <laughs> animation. You got to like see yeah. like all the, the characters were spread out. It was it was very nice. Well thank you very yeah. much. That means a lot to hear that. We um I mean, Troy is the one who drew all of these people. I did the coding for the site and the background art. But Troy, I mean, maybe you can talk about that, what it was like to hand draw 145 people. Um, well, thankfully, I just rotoscoped for six months and hated my life while doing it because animation is is a, is a killer. So I was like, you know what? Might as well do that again. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. I get into like a... I mean, I had not, I mean, what are we doing, right? Uh, like 2021 is still 2020, so I was still stuck in my house. So I was like, you know what? Might as well just make all these uh, filmmakers. And I just, you know, sometimes I was high, sometimes I wasn't high, and I was just <laughs> coming up with random characters. And somehow I was able to uh, get them all colored and designed uh, in the right amount of time. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with them. I don't know how I did it, but I... I did. Yeah, so. I, I hope I hope people like it. It it, it really um, like Ian, as you were saying, it's it's a way to celebrate during a time that's maybe not so great, and um, maybe just yeah. help everyone kind of forget things for a minute and and get a good laugh. And that's kind of to it. Yeah, I, I was. It's kind of similar to like killing with kindness kind of strategy, but with the year. Like as long as you just do as much nice as you can, the year really can't bring you down. Um, at least that's the hope. So. And I, I, I think you know the, the the animation looks great. The music, you 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 made the music yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I do like music production as a hobby, and so I, I produced it. But both Troy and I did the vocals for it. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, pitched up a little bit to sound like goblins. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 very uh, it's fun stuff. I like the the sort of the. I was about to say kind of psychedelic, but the stonerish vibes and fitting. I mean, this show we have our our pink elephant with a smoking a bong as our mascot. Yeah, I was gonna say the, yeah, uh, sick logo. I really think that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you. It's always it's always fun when we have we have a lot of like college professors come on. We've had like a lot of. Uh, it's weird that we we often like describe when people ask me like to describe the show, and I'm like. We do Thomas the Tank Engine recaps, and we also have a, like a, a weird number of PhDs who come on. So that's like I think those are like two. Th nobody else, nobody else does that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, that's that's the beauty of podcasting. You just kind of wake up one day and uh, make 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 something happen, and that seems kind of like the the philosophy that you you both have had. Yeah, you know the yeah you. The... Oh, good. No, I was just gonna say it, it's uh, you got to wake up and make it happen. That's a that's a really good phrase. Um. Uh, and I think it kind of typifies, especially what you need to do during COVID. Um, you know, if you're trying to get a film out there, you, you have to just wake up and make something happen. Well, um, it's been uh, such a uh, fun experience talking with you both. I uh, think that the 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 short that you've made is is great. I I, I really I'm pulling I'm pulling for uh, Chef Giant's Gobble is the the broader series, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, you know, look out with uh, look out for that with uh, great interest. And um, Ethan and Troy, it's 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 been a pleasure. And I uh, congratulations on on Slam Dance. I know this is a unusual year, but uh, you know that's that's a highlight of the year right there, probably. It really is. Very, 
Yeah, and very th- much so. Thanks for having us on the show. Really cool to talk to you about this. Yeah, well, agreed. Th- well, thank you, and uh, to everybody listening, uh, a lot of sl- a lot of Sundance slime dance coverage. Uh, it, it's a great break from uh, as somebody who's like uh, is is currently on submission myself for uh, a new book. Uh, it, it's it's annoying to kind of have that in the back of your mind uh, for each day. And film is such a great form of escapism. And uh, Chef Giants is that's definitely there's a lot of escapism there. There's a whole 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 new world you've created. It's very fun. Uh, so wish you all the best, and to everybody listening. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time, maybe tomorrow.